0: welcome
1: to the empty space podcast this is episode number three today we break down a day to remember and we have a very special guest i know you guys are going to enjoy this one Space Podcast has brought one of the biggest, most happiest person, people, places, person,
0: things. Alicia, Caraphone, Steve's sister.
1: Special guest, Alicia is here. Welcome, Alicia. What's <laughs> up, dude? <laughs> <laughs> That might be the best intro we've ever had on
2: this. Are we really going with that? This is, is it. that what we're going with?
1: We're f- we're flying
0: here. All right. Yeah. yeah. So what's up, dude? What's um, up?
2: Not much, you guys.
0: Hanging out. Thanks for yeah, having me. Chilling. This is fun. Anytime. Hell yeah. yeah.
2: This whole setup is like kind of crazy what you got going on. Yeah, so the, the setup's cool. pretty legit. Yeah, thanks honestly. for having me, though. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to talk about some music and talk about some some stuff, some things that I've gone through, so... I appreciate being on and being a Hell part of yeah. this. I love the message. I love what you guys are doing. I'm really proud of you both, so.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Thank you. So it means a lot. Yeah, definitely oh, yeah.
1: does, definitely does. So what's going on, Batchy?
0: Oh, dude, just, you know, living the fucking dream. The
1: no work tomorrow, jealous man I am right now Yeah, because
0: we're, we're recording on Thursday. Yep. So yeah, no work for the weekend. yeah Yeah.
1: so we got lisha here who is my sister if you didn't catch that within the first two minutes of me ranting about this being my sister um she is my big sister and i love her very much and today we're going to talk about a band called the day to remember
2: oh god yes absolutely who who
1: <laughs> what? We got no, 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 a day no. to remember to talk about. And I think it's going to be good because growing up, I always like, I got, I got into a day to remember because of you.
2: Really? I never knew that. Yeah. Like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like,
1: I knew a couple friends would wow. play it, but I didn't know until you started wearing all their cool ass t shirts they have because they have their colorful t shirts that just pop at you. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Their album covers are amazing. Sick. Yep. Yeah. So what got you? into A Day to Remember.
2: Are you asking me or Batch?
1: I'm asking you
2: oh,
0: okay. right now. We don't care about me. We don't care about me. I don't matter.
2: We
1: don't care about me.
2: No, A Day to Remember. Oh, my gosh. So um, somebody that I was, like, best friends with, God, that was our go-to band. We put it on in the car, and we drove, and we listened to it. And, like, all of the lyrics in that song, or those songs, excuse me, like each of them individually are so powerful. And the message is like, it's something like, you know, you get that feeling where you get goosebumps all over you when you like listen to music, like everybody gets that feeling. But with this band for the both of us, we both would look at each other and be like, yes, like, this is it. Like, this is the band. Like, <laughs> and, but it was really cool because with this particular friend, she really didn't like pop punk, like, any kind of screamo, uh-huh. any kind of screaming at all in music. She was like, no, thank you, not for me. This was the one band she was okay with that we put uh-huh. on in the car. So that worked out really well. So like truly like, that's how that started. And then the, uh-huh. it resonated with me big time, the lyrics. And then for her, she jumped in and she was like, oh man, actually there's like a message in this song. They're not just like bah,
0: bah, 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 bah.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like, yeah, there is, there's messages in each of the songs. like so. Yeah. It was really fun. Yeah. So most of these songs, like I wrote down a couple that like always, 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 you know, whether I need a boost of confidence, I need something to get me out of a funk or mood or anything of that matter. Um, Even like on my happiest days when it's like, all right, it's beautiful outside. Let's put the windows down and drive, like go-to songs. So um, the downfall of us all have faith in me. Oh man. I'm made of uh, wax, Larry, what are you made of? And then truly my favorite by far, right back at it again. Mm -hmm. That song is like an absolute anthem for me when I need inspiration or motivation of any kind. Because it's like, all right, here we go. Like, I am down, I'm out. I need something to grasp onto, and that is absolutely hands down a go-to song for what's me.
1: what's like the the message in that one song because it's not ringing a bell for me i'm sure if i heard it oh god yeah. but like yeah. what what's the message in that song
2: <laughs> seriously it's the name of the song really like i'm right back at it again
1: oh that's so yeah yeah like, okay. yeah i know what you're talking about it it
2: just jumps right into in like i'm pretty sure the first like lines in the lyrics to that song are like i'm right back at it again like it, you just jump into that song and like the music is awesome. The drums are kick ass. And then it really does. It like amps you up and gets you excited or at least it does for me. So,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, Batchy, were you big into a day to remember dude? Mm. Uh, not until homesick came out. Oh, so good. When homesick came out, that's when I was like, Oh, these guys are fucking sick. Cause yeah. like I had heard of them. <laughs> before and then homesick came out and i was like oh okay yeah they're fucking because <laughs> like, that- i was i was like lisha's friend where if it screamed i was like nope no <laughs> yep. like i was into pop punk and stuff i was into like yellow card and green day and blink and all those bands but the moment something started screaming at me i was like no nah, i'm not that angry i don't need that <laughs>
1: <laughs> see i was but- the opposite i i started with like hardcore punk in like heavy metal just like in your face
0: like that punk wasn't like screaming though to me like you know what i mean like screaming was you know what i mean screaming was like like if someone played slayer for me i would be like yeah get this off immediately (laughs) (laughs) i don't need that um but yeah when when came out i remember i was like fuck this is this bangs like these guys are sick
1: yeah, that, that album was sick. That, that album was sick. I, I remember being almost graduating. I think it came out in like 2009. It did. And yeah, that album was like the album. I think the same for me, for you, dude. It was like when that came out, I was like, who are this, these guys? That's
0: where the hype comes from. Oh, okay, I'm an idiot. Like, Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, so I know they released
1: six albums. They just had one. Did they just drop one in 2020 or are they dropping one? I'm so like off the loop with the day to remember.
0: I think they are dropping one. I think they dropped a single.
1: I think you're right, because I heard one on the radio that I thought was, like,
0: super lame
1: the first two times. And I think we talked about this batch. And then I was like, actually, this song goes kind of hard.
0: Oh, they dropped three singles, yeah. Is it three singles?
1: Yeah, because I I know they have five albums, and they're releasing the sixth one this year, which will be pretty interesting to hear. Yeah, yeah, because they started in 2003. Yeah so they've been around for a while and I know they have a lot of acoustic stuff
0: too. They like do. what's, um, the if hell is that song? If it means, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, yep. <laughs> The one that I texted you.
1: Yeah, and then you immediately start they, all their songs. I immediately start singing the like the lyrics. Like you were yeah. texting me, you texted me the lyrics. Like, oh hey darling, I yeah. hope you're good tonight. And automatically, my my brain was like, oh hey darling, yeah. I hope you're good tonight. And I was like,
0: oh and my hey,
1: god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I think that's a hit. That was good. That was good. <laughs> but yeah, I, they're all over the place because I know yeah. that. They can literally, like, like again, acoustic. They're, like, a metalcore, pop-punk, rock band. Like, yeah. They just hit, like, all genres that you could expect that would be in, like, pop-punk, honestly. Like, I don't know. To me, that's at all.
0: No, yeah, definitely. They definitely, oh. like, check all the boxes, for sure. They're, like... I Prevail would be, like, a good comparison. So, like, mm. I think I Prevail is the exact same band. Like, it's, like... They're twin.
1: Definitely. I definitely agree with that. I think the first time I heard one of their songs, whatever, you, what's that hit song that they had, you know? I Prevail? Like, yeah. They had they like covered, one song.
0: They covered a Taylor Swift song. They covered mm-hmm. Blank Space, yeah. Oh my
1: God. So I found
2: out about I Prevail because of Batch he posted about them
0: <laughs> on instagram
2: i swear to god and yeah. i saw it and I, I remember i actually texted you or i direct messaged you whatever the cool kids call it these days and i was just like dude this is what a great is song what is that yeah. yeah yep you did it with all um,
0: time low too i yep. think yeah yep. sure yep. did yep.
2: but no um uh, stuck in your head that was the yes. big one
0: mm, that's a good one
2: yep yep
1: another another thing for just on like the uh, day to remember things you guys watch their music videos because they're freaking hilarious dude
0: they they might have the most like like the epitome of pop punk like the song <laughs> yeah. like it is, is legitimately, legitimately.
1: Ooh.
2: like just their yeah. humor i don't know
1: like just kind of like messing around no i can see that yeah, I yeah. Mean that, that one song when they're in high school and they're getting bullied yes like that's what is that
0: which song is that is it um all signs point to Lauderdale. Latterdale? That's it. it. That's the that is the epitome of pop punk. Pop like, Say the. I, I hate this town. town. It's, so it's so washed, washed up. up. <laughs> and all my friends don't give a fuck. Dude, <laughs> don't tell hands me this. Down.
1: Stuff. <laughs> all you have to write online, just go on Facebook. Anybody, and just write. I hate, I hate this, this town. town. Dot dot dot. <laughs>
0: simple. Like that's so. Uh-huh. That's like. Yep. That's like one of the 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 building blocks of pop punk is like, you have to hate your hometown. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like number one, hate your hometown. Like there it is. H- hate your whole town. love pizza. <laughs> and say that your friends are assholes.
2: Well, and that's like in degenerates. There's song they just came out with. Not it, My friends are degenerates, but I'd never change them. Mm. That's like the first mm. line in the song. And it's perfect.
1: That's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. So do you, ha- what, you what'd you say you mentioned like five songs that you dug into there
2: oh that uh, they're my like
1: your top favorites yeah yeah yep let's hear them let's, yep. let's hear them again i know you mentioned them and oh, i know you broke true. down one of them because it was basically the <laughs> yeah, 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 oh. title
2: no you're the uh, downfall of us all <laughs> <Let's
1: go. laughs> again any that's like again i feel like that's one of those ones where like you just hear that and you automatically know yeah yeah well then
2: first than that it's not easy making a name for yourself where do you draw the line i never thought i'd get in this far be in this far i can't remember exactly but like i don't know why but that like hit me hard like it's not easy making a name for yourself and i'm not talking like being a person who becomes a celebrity and this and the other thing like literally just being you and being who you are like that's hard that's so hard in finding out who you are so like for me that's how I took that first line in that song it was like it's not easy making a name for yourself like at all so
0: no definitely I feel like that is a banger though
1: that is a banger it's <laughs> absolutely slaps I feel like that's something that we forget as human beings that like we're just trying to like figure out who we are and like that saying like making a name for yourself like I mean you can interpret that how you want but I feel right. like identifying with yourself who you are is like that's again like Alicia said that's that is hard and like that's not something you're just turning 14 and you're like yeah I'm in puberty I'm a man now and like I'm this is who I am like that's not like Something right. that you just continuously learn to figure out who you're, who you are, and like, I don't know. I feel like for for Alicia, I know being her little brother, I always like wanted to protect her in high school. Um, oh, and did you? Ever... <laughs> did, did I ever? <laughs> I, went, I went to the. <laughs> don't just we're gonna. <laughs> Not... <laughs> Let's just say I was investigated. <laughs> There's a bad boy. Uh, oh my god! I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't change a damn thing about it, but um, I mean, <laughs> that was something I always had to like. I I felt like I always had to do. I know brothers and sisters, like you know you, the little brother. Like I just Al- Alicia, like I mean, you s- struggled with the coming out. That was one of the hardest things I've ever seen you go through, and like to this day, you're still being treated as if you're an alien and what you're doing is completely wrong. And I feel like as a little brother, it was like, this, not just my older sister, this is somebody who like, when you were graduating, it it wasn't even like being outed. I feel, I mean, I'm speaking like, please interrupt me if I'm wrong. I feel like at that time it wasn't, um, it wasn't respected or understood. And it was just totally disregarded to being even a thing. I feel like at your When I was, you know, a freshman and you were a senior, it was just becoming like a club in like, like in, in school, you know, but it was just becoming, yeah, exactly. I feel like it was just becoming something where people were starting like 5% starting to accept the fact that this isn't, you know, just a choice. And I feel like that was something I had to like, like add on to me was like, like looking out for her was extra for me is what I'm trying to say. And like, I don't know. I just know how hard it was for you to get through high school. And then even like I said, even now, like (laughs) in your 30s, like you're still going through with it, dude. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah. No, and it's, I mean, it's just going to be a constant battle for me. And I think that's something that you have people out there that they're like, oh, I don't care that you do it, but just like, don't do it in front of me type thing. Or like, I don't care that that's what you do with your life but we don't have to talk about it we can just kind of let it sit in a Absolutely. corner over there and it can stay right there like and I mean even to the point where like I was Christmas shopping one year with mom and then we were in the store I was maybe early 20s um, and like people were looking at me I don't even notice people looking at me like at all it's it's just not a a thing I pay attention to because I've become so used to having it happen that I don't pay attention to it. But mom was so mad. She was like, people were looking at you. And I guess it wasn't something that she ever really noticed 100%. And I was like, mom, like, it's all good. Like, I'm not paying attention to them. Let's just move on. We're Christmas shopping. This is happy. This is fun. She was like, no, they're looking at you. Why aren't we... <laughs> why can't like why why are they looking at you i don't understand
0: like i don't mean to laugh but i just am picturing your mother she's
2: (laughs) seriously (laughs) she was like ready to throw (laughs) fists the rosie rat in her
1: facts for all of you who don't know my mother is a rosie rat and she will slap
0: you around like a freaking i'm just just picturing her like it's not fucking okay what the fuck do you mean it's okay And that's exactly
2: basically she was looking at me exactly the way you're like laughing about it it isn't far off from her reaction she was looking at me with this like like no no no. like this isn't right and i don't like it and i don't accept it and why are other people doing this like let's do something about this like why don't you care and it's like because i can't care i, I wear men's clothes regularly oh no like but look at me like what is she even doing are you a boy or are you a girl like all of these questions and things that are said to me, it's like, I ha- I can't, I can't, I just can't even like have that in my life because there's so much negativity in our lives and pushed in our lives every day that it's like, nope, I, I just have to take that one. And like, I almost have to put the negativity in the corner itself as well. The thing that people are trying to like, they're trying to put me in a corner and I just kind of like take it and throw it right back. And I'm like, no, you can have that. <laughs> like, I'm all set. So I don't know. Love is love.
1: I'll I'll never understand how that was. No. I, I I remember when you cut your hair, and I remember when you when you told me, um, that you were coming out, and you told me that I I felt. Did I
2: tell you that I was bisexual? Because that was my go-to.
1: No, you told me you were gay. Oh, okay. I remember I literally was on the computer playing Neopets, and you
2: literally. <laughs> solid. <laughs> what the solid plan? choice I, in games. I'll never
1: forget. It. I was playing Neopets. And you were coming in and you were crying and I could hear you, so I ran outside and you were just like, "Steve, I have to tell you something." And in the back of my head, I'm like, "Bro, I know you're gay and you're about to tell me. You don't have to tell me this shit." In my head, <laughs> and I was like, "Yo, we all know you're gay." And like, you co- you start going, co- oh, "I'm gay and I'm just gay and, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, "I'm so fucking proud of you, Lisa." And like, but i like we knew we knew for like a while but it was like that's not the point the point is it was your time and you were coming out it was like it was like pay respect to this because this is important but i just knew it you were crying and i was like uh uh-oh and like it was powerful man it was really it was beautiful and it was powerful to hear you say this because i know that there's so many people out there that live their whole lives closeted and don't you know I don't know I don't even I'm not even gonna say the word but like they just live their lives without you know coming out as what they truly are it's fear
2: it's yeah. all fear unfortunately Yeah. Uh, yep
1: and like <laughs> I mean how how has being like can you say gay like do you say like what I was being gay what do you like,
0: mean is that's that what like you say cor- what are you supposed to say oh man all right I'm gonna walk away for a second that's like the most politically correct thing you can say
2: why are you asking me about if I'm gay? I was, I didn't,
0: I, right. you know what? Just repeat the question. Go ahead. I was
1: just saying like, is it? Pol-
2: <sighs> yes, it is okay to ask or say, is somebody gay? No, if- no, no. I was going to, no,
1: no, no, no. what I'm trying to ask is like, like, is it okay? <laughs> is it politically okay and correct for me to be like, how is it being gay? Or how is it when you like, how, how is it? So you would want to it like to no,
2: no, no, you're fine. So the way that you would like to, I, I understand. I understand what you're saying now. The way that you could phrase something like that yeah. to a person, is it how is it being a gay uh, woman in society or how is it being a gay woman in 2020? I got
0: you. Okay, okay. stop. That's what, ask her. How is it being gay in oh. this? No, did Back I fuck it up? Fucked yeah. up again. I'll ask.
1: Yeah, I best, thank you.
0: <laughs> I just want to know, how is it being a gay woman living in 2020?
2: Um, There's like a couple different routes you could go with that answer, because uh, I'm sure for some people it's unbelievably difficult. Um, I don't want to get like political, but unfortunately with said president that we have in office, it has made things regress, I think. Um. I think that I'm treated a little more disrespectfully than I was in previous years. I'm also more fearful this year with elections going on and excuse me, some, some of the bigger names being thrown around that are being elected and, and appointed into some really, really big seats Mm -hmm. that basically get to decide who I get to marry and if I'm allowed to marry the person that I love uh, based on their gender. So uh, it's also really beautiful though, because there is still so much love in this world. And as much as the hate and the agendas and the political gain is out there, there is a wonderful community that I get to be a part of. And anyone gets to be a part of an alliance Mm -hmm. gets to be a part of, you know, it's not just me as a gay woman, but, uh, there are so many people you can go to so many safe places you can run to. Um, and I think that is something in 2020 that has come so far from where it was in the nineties and the early two thousands. So yeah. Yeah. You know,
1: I think that was, that was pretty well said. I mean, yeah, to like, I mean, I definitely like just from like watching from an outsider standpoint. I definitely have to agree with everything you just said too, and like because uh, I remember it's definitely just beautiful too. Because like I remember when we grew up, the amount of like disgusting names I'd hear being called to not just you but to others in the gay community were just like it's just like way more well roundedly respected in L- a sense. LGBTQ plus community. LGBTQ plus community. Yep. That is the correct. And it's
2: okay to learn that, and okay. it's okay oh, that's, to learn Yeah, that.
1: I don't even, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh no, I'm Didn't just saying. Didn't they add a letter?
2: No, so that's why no. the plus is on oh, there, so that I'm if there's sorry. anything else that is involved, <laughs> okay. and any, anybody like can feel that. basically So anyway, it's not
0: like an alphabet?
2: No, so a lot of people <laughs> to use that as a joke. <laughs>
0: Steve, you struck a. An- oh boy, <laughs> dude, I'm. <laughs> you know we're supposed to laugh a little. <laughs> no, I, no, I know, I know, I know.
2: Like a- I told you, you're gonna have so much editing to do. Dude,
1: no, this is totally staying in. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, that's great, man. That was that was nice to hear too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: absolutely. Truly. Really yeah.
1: Too. Um, another thing I wanted to get into was just um. Bringing up like some of my past and just like how it, how my sisters helped me, and how like family members can really be the ones that can like save your life. Um,
2: you make me cry.
1: Are you crying? It's okay, right okay to cry. Yeah. We can edit out
0: your tears.
2: Okay <laughs> he says it's okay to cry. You tell me you're gonna edit my tears. <laughs> <laughs> Thatch, thank you for being numero uno over there.
0: Yeah, I try.
1: I'm apparently I'm useless. <laughs> I'm gonna make her mad then. Do <laughs> <laughs> so you remember that one time, Alicia? <laughs> oh, please. Which time? I can't. I can't say. Um. Oh
2: God. Yeah. No. Please don't.
1: Anyways, um, when I I was going through a lot of stuff in my life, and I had two people, three people, in my life, uh, Leisha my mother, my grandmother. Um, And I became anorexic at one point. I'm not going to get into a whole story, but I became anorexic at one point. My OCD was so severely bad that I wouldn't get out of bed and couldn't get in the bed. One of the things that I would do to get in bed would be to literally knock myself out. Um, And that's, I think I've told like three people that. Um, And that fucking sucked, dude. I had to literally punch myself in the fucking head or against the wall to put myself to sleep. Um, yeah, that sucked. Um, but that, that being said, um, damn that sucked. Yeah. Uh, I had to do shit like that because my OCD was so severe that I had to get in and out of bed 1000 times till I literally could be okay with it and feel like, you know, nothing bad would happen. Um, I'm six feet tall. I went down to 120, 120 pounds. That is extremely skinny. Um, I wouldn't eat anytime, every day. Wouldn't eat nothing.
2: Mountain
1: Dew. Mountain Dew, yeah. I would drink one. This Starburst. Was, yes. This, so yep. my routine Starburst. was one Mountain Dew in the morning, and I'd have, let's just say, you know, 15 to 30 Starbursts, and that's all I would eat. Um, and some days I wouldn't eat, and I would beat myself up for that. Um, now without going down that rabbit hole, um, the three people that were there for me the most were my sister, my mother, and my grandmother. Um, they stuck by my side no matter what. The noise I made, the amount of screaming I made, running around the house naked, just pissed off of myself. I mean, I was going crazy. I literally was going crazy. Samurai swords were involved, samurai swords were involved, yeah. stabbing the ceiling. Yeah. Um, uh, breaking my mother's house, you know, punching everything, smashing shit apart, ripping my – whatever. The point was I had people here for me that never left my side, uh, never gave up on me. And I thank them every day for that um, because I am no longer in that state of mind. I'm no longer 120 pounds for all of you people wondering. I'm probably 185, which is healthy and good. How
2: much can you bench though, bro?
1: Gee, I could put up 100 pounds <laughs> <laughs> with, with nothing. but anyways I know that without the help of my sister and without the help of those other two people my mother and my grandmother uh, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be alive period Uh, and honestly Batchy you were one of the if not the biggest part of that and my friendship group ever I had nobody and you would still come over and you would still eat pasta with me and we would still watch that's right when we met that is exactly when when you were coming out of that was right Mm -hmm. when it was the end because I started eating a little bit. I think twice a week yeah, I we, were eat. E- we were eating pasta. Shout out to my mother with the yeah, greatest chicken
0: popsicle. Oh my God.
1: Mm. <laughs>
0: we would chicken eat that every we night. We couldn't breathe. Yeah, after hockey until <laughs> we couldn't
1: breathe. And then we'd watch softcore porn and try to figure out if they were actually inserting or not. <laughs> <laughs> Is that literally what you guys would do? Well, yeah. yeah. Well,
0: we'd get home. Yeah. We would we'd get into there. real fights about it too. Yeah, we'd sit there and like, we'd be eating the pasta and eating Starburst and drinking. What was the What was the drink we drink? The raspberry lemonade.
1: Yeah, raspberry lemonade. Yeah. <laughs> but my dad we... is in the
0: opposite room, <laughs> we got softcore porn going on. And like, Batch just is
1: like, "There's insertion. There is insertion." I'm like, "No, Batch. Look it. There's nothing going in, bro. They're just rubbing." Nope. There's. It. We would get into.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, we were like legit. Throwing um, pasta around at each other. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no there.
1: Um, uh, I don't know yeah. how we to that, but anyways, thank you, Batchy, too, um, for pulling me out of there. You were the only, per- literally, the only friend I had that actually stuck with me, and like, I'm glad I met you at the time because, you know, um, the, the universe had a plan in its hand, and that was to bring you into my life and to have my family around me at that time. Um, and I'm not gonna keep going with it, but yeah. that was something that like truly made a difference in my life. Uh, no one judged me. No one yelled at me and everyone was just there for me. So thank you, um, to both of you that are here and to my mom and grandma. Um, yeah, I just wanted to say that cause I know that, I know that we all struggle with like inner demons. Um, and I know that everyone's story is different. Um, but I know Lisha, you, you, I love that
2: you just said that. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I love that you just said that about stories because that was something that I was talking about earlier in this week. And it was just, like, even just to myself talking about it, but, like, literally everyone has a story. And, like, everybody always says, you never know what somebody else is going through, but, like, even just to where you are today, like, there's a story for everything. Everyone has their own story. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I think that's beautiful. And... I think it's beautiful what you just said, so I appreciate you more than you know. Thank you, Batch. I appreciate you too, buddy.
0: <laughs> so
1: cute. Stop that. Oh God, wow. That's the beer. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um,
2: but yes, sorry to interrupt you. You started going. No, you're That's fine, like, man. I yeah,
1: um, I know that you've gone through a lot too. I know, like you've you know struggled with your weight. You've struggled with your anxiety, your depression. Um, you know, you've gone through the ringer, bro, and you still go through the ringer. I know that. But what was like, what was the hardest thing and still is the hardest thing to this day, dude, that like you're still struggling with, <laughs> man? Excuse me, I'm sorry. Oh, I know I'm that's a loaded saying, question, no, I'm and I'm sorry to throw it at no, you, no, but. No, you're
2: fine because I'm taking a deep breath, that's all the hard hands down, the hardest thing, like, okay, so you, you, I'll segue with this. Everybody's got a spark, right? Like something that wakes you in the morning and you are so excited. Like you are, are, you are woken up in the morning because of that reason. And, And like, yeah, maybe your alarm has something to do with that and you have to go to work and you have to be whoever you have to be. But there's like a spark inside of you that you, you know, you have to do. And like, for me, it's, you know, working with kids. I love, teaching I love you know even just doing oh what do we call it you'll have to edit this out because I can't remember what the name of it is I know because it's not social skills it's like um it's like real life like real life problem solving skills teaching things like that I mean is so important to me because I feel like I never had someone to do that with me Mm. I never had problem solving skills of my own and I had to learn all on my own. And I I feel as though I probably wouldn't have felt so alone and gone through so much, so heavily, I guess, if I had had somebody there for me that I just kind of want to be there for kids and the whole bullying thing. I mean, I was bullied my entire life. I am still bullied. Like we were just talking about when we were talking about being a gay woman in 2020, like it's, you know, so if I could just work with kids and be, a person to them to show them like the road to not kind of go down. Like, this is how you make people feel when you X, Y, and Z, you know Mm. what I mean? Like, I don't know. I feel like I needed more mentors like that in my life and I didn't have them. So like, that's my spark. That's what gets me up in the morning, but that was my segue. But there are things that make me want to crawl into bed just as we all do and put the covers over my head and just sleep, and not get up, and I think the biggest, absolutely, and they both kind of coincide with each other, is my anxiety, and my body dysmorphia, and those are like, they're almost like paralyzing at some times, and I'm sure you both understand
0: that, I know you both have gone through,
1: yeah, I definitely have the body dysmorphia, for sure, so,
0: yeah, I have the anxiety side of that, where it's like, there's no, it, it won't let go. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's brutal. Absolutely. And there's nothing you can do. So do you mind explaining to people what yeah. body dysmorphia is?
2: Yeah, no. Um, so body dysmorphic disorder, BDD. Um, it's a mental illness and it involves obsessing. And it's actually a very ugly cousin to, Oh, I wonder what obsessive compulsive disorder. No, i never had oh. that. Whoa. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, and you obsess over your, your, uh, um, appearance, but it's not the appearance that is the rest of the world is seeing. You obsess over a, what you see. a perceived flaw in your own appearance. Yeah. Um, and basically the, what I looked up straight up from like a, a uh, I forget what it was called. It was like something.com. But anyways, it's like, I like the way they said it. They were like, it's a flaw that could be minor and it couldn't be imagined. And I think that so hits me because half the time that's exactly what's going on in my brain.
0: Mm. My
2: brain is telling me things that aren't even true. And when I thought about that and I read about the whole, ugly cousin to OCD. I was like, oh no way. So this makes so much more sense now. And I felt like I could relate to you actually with the OCD part because I was like, oh my God, like I get it. I get it. And I didn't have that relatable piece. Yeah. Like I I it's difficult for me to admit it for the most part, but I also enjoy talking about it. So to me, like you know when you go to the fair, okay? Or you go to like Candy Lake Park. something like that okay and you go into the house of mirrors and it's like fun and it's amazing you go through it but like all the mirrors like some of them you're like your body gets stretched out and you're really skinny and then sometimes it smooshes you down and you're short and you're like heavier like that is my struggle constantly and that was the only way like I could put it down into like words that maybe someone would understand and somebody Mm -hmm. who maybe didn't
1: make sense
2: didn't even know like they had this Possibly they could be thinking to themselves, oh my gosh, like I totally do that. Don't get me wrong. Everybody has appearance like flaws. Everybody has anxiety over their own body. So right. this isn't that. This is obsessively thinking things about your features and your body that aren't true. To the point where you, like we were saying, Batch, you are so paralyzed. Like you can't get out of your own head. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, like I look at myself in a mirror or I pass, you know, even just shopping and there's a window, my reflection is in the TV right now. Like I can see that and I'm not, my brain isn't going to show me the, like the great parts that there are about me. And I know there are great parts about me, but I'm going to see all the flaws and I wish like crazy that this wasn't a thing. And I wished, especially for myself, it wasn't a thing because it's a constant battle every single day. Um, and basically, I never had this body dysmorphic disorder until I lost over 150 pounds, naturally.
1: So real quick, was it, I'm just curious, yeah. was it? When you were heavy, you didn't have... Like, the first time when you actually, like, like started from a child to when you got heavy, you didn't have this until after you lost the weight? Because I never knew that. I thought when you had when you were bigger, you were like, oh, man, I can't stand the way I look. I, I, I thought it started then. It didn't start then. No. Damn. That's crazy. Nope.
2: So Jeez. I remember being heavy, um, but it I never had these thoughts that I had about myself. And wow. that's how I with talking obviously to you know therapists and psychologists and things like that and working through my own problems on my own time and my own way that's how i came to knowing like hold on like this is totally different than just being anxious about my appearance and my look today or my flaws today this is a whole different monster
1: it wasn't like oh i like i look i look good in this like this dress today it wasn't like that no it was
2: just okay. like in that yeah but that was for me like and you would think that you're like (laughs) in high school I wore huge clothes I was over 300 pounds I was unhealthy in pretty much every way you could possibly think of and it was tough but it was so tough in other ways it wasn't tough in a body image way um I even now like because i I've so i'll go back so i did i was 300 pounds i was over 300 pounds i lost over 150 pounds on my own um Just
1: my, fuck sorry that's <laughs> fucking incredible that's unbelievable people lose like 20 We're so proud pounds. of that like <laughs> i have thank you <laughs> That's i don't insane. i don't
0: even have the self-control to lose 10 pounds like, <laughs> <laughs> so that's fucking awesome though
2: i appreciate it thank you um and I definitely started getting scary skinny for a little while.
1: Yeah. I literally remember seeing like your neck mm-hmm. and like it, like, dude, I just remember being like, did it, it just look scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just going to keep it at that word. Yeah. It was scary. No. And
2: I looking back now, like I see the scary skinny. I didn't see it then. Um, and this is the body dysmorphia. I The lowest weight I hit was 132 pounds. I'm five, I tell myself I'm five, (laughs) six, but I'm not. (laughs) I'm really five, four. Give me like an and a quarter and I'll be happy, okay? Five, four and a quarter. (laughs) Um, So to be 130-ish pounds and like five, four and a quarter um, really was unhealthy in a way just because my body type doesn't hold weight well like that in that kind of frame that body frame i
1: know what
2: you're saying yeah um anyway that might if you have to edit that out i totally understand no no, no. No, that makes sense so anyways literally different so anyways um i would look at myself in that body in that 132 pound body with this frame and this height that really like should have been falling over like kind of craziness i saw a 300 pound me Every time I looked in anything, mm. a photo, a mirror, a TV screen, just walking by, I never saw myself at the weight that I was. And the craziest piece of this is now I've gained some weight back. I got into a healthy, happy relationship for the first time in a very long time. And I'm still very happy in that relationship. What do you do when you're in a happy relationship for the most part?
1: Eat. Yeah, indulge, Eat. exactly.
2: Eat. <laughs> so I've gained back more than I would like to. Um, I'd love to be like a healthier weight again, but that's okay. It's not yeah, like the nothing, end of the world. Nope.
0: nope. Nothing wrong. And I'm with nowhere
2: that. near what I was.
1: <laughs> so. Uh, but hearing you say that, can I just say something? Sure. Hearing that's, you say that was like. That's awesome. Yeah, right? Because he told awesome. you would not even accept that as like a you wouldn't even look at the positive of that. You wouldn't no, even be you, like,
0: look uh, Yeah, and I know that you would have been like, I gained some weight back and I suck.
1: Oh God, yeah. Like, which, like, you know
0: what I mean?
2: Absolutely.
1: But you'd be so, like that all the time. Like yes, yeah. all, You wouldn't even have said that comment, yep. which I just wanted to point that out. No, but that's yeah. it's
2: nice that you pointed it out because it's exactly kind of where the the body dysmorphia comes from. Is like it's it's kind of extreme in that sense. Like it's it goes either one tip of the scale like Oh my gosh, I'm humongous. This is crazy. Or it goes to the other tip of the scale where I don't see anything. I don't notice anything. I don't bring anything up. I don't even know how thin I am or any of that basically. But the the craziest piece for me is so now I range between like and I I am so comfortable talking about my weight, like whether it's good or bad. Like for me, that isn't something like, oh, ah, no, don't. Like, <laughs> no, like it's okay. Like my weight is my weight. That's that's not what makes me who I am. And sometimes right. constantly having to remind myself of that because of this disorder. And so I now at my weight of about 200, 208 pounds between that, I look back at pictures of me when I was thin. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know how thin I was. I, d- I didn't even know. I I'm shocked at some of the pictures I see. Even to this day, I'll go back and look at vacation pictures and I'm like, what in the world? I don't remember even being that thin. And it's very similar to my feeling of when I was bigger. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the feeling I felt when I was bigger. It is the biggest, like I told myself I wasn't going to swear very much on this, but (laughs) anyways, it's the biggest mind fuck. It, It messes with my head all the time. And now where I'm in this in between this like little limbo area where I'm not quite, I'm not quite as heavy as I was, but I'm also not as skinny as I was. I like, I see it all. I see it all. And that blows my mind and that's like that's a piece of this is I am constantly perceiving myself as a defect or a flaw when I'm at one extreme or the other and in some mornings I'll wake up and it's very much like that now um, but that that kind of blows my mind and I wanted to talk about that piece just kind of you you don't realize how much your brain is really affecting with, like, all mental health, like, affecting you when you're thinking about your thoughts, your feelings, and your internal things, but then the physical piece with this is just crazy for me, like, or for, I feel like for people with this disorder, it's, like, it's a whole nother, like, ball field, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but
0: you're You're making yeah
1: you're making total sense i mean i can relate to that so much um mine's in a little opposite stance i'm i went from being super skinny to getting like super in shape and jacked to the point where every day i did the same thing i literally looked in cars when i walked by i could see the reflection and i'd be like am i big enough like i got obsessed with lifting like it did save my life and help me because with lifting i told myself in order to you know I, like when I was, when I was anorexic and I said I couldn't eat because I'd be, you know, too fat when I started, I said, Oh, well, if I start lifting and working out, that's burning yeah. calories. So I can't right. intake calories. So I would take intake. So it made sense to me until I started eating and my brain started going, Hey dude, what you're doing is stupid. Cause now you actually have food in your system and you can process things better. So like, right. but I got to an unhealthy point with that too, with getting like super big and saying to myself, you're not big enough. You're not big enough. You're not big enough till I injured myself. And then I lost a lot of my muscle. And then I look at the pictures and I go, I was, I was so in shape. What, why didn't I see that then? And I'm looking at myself now and like, or like say two months ago, I looked at myself and I did the same thing. And I was like, oh, you're so like, you know, you're flabby. You lost a lot of muscle cause you were injured. And now I've been in the gym for like two months and I'm like, damn, I looked good back then. I still had muscle, but it's like a constant battle of that. And it's, it, it sucks, and but that's why it's,
2: it's uh, OCD's ugly cousin. And I, I, like I said, that blew my mind.
1: Yeah, that, I think I didn't. I mean, it makes sense now that you say it out loud, but like I didn't, like, it didn't correlate to me until like you broke it down like that, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, I'll tell you what I was thinking about earlier though
2: um, this whole COVID thing, <laughs> face masks, they're like feeding into the body dysmorphia but in a way that I can hide. <laughs>
1: yeah. I feel, that, I feel that way about my beard because when it gets big, yeah. I thinking, I'm like, oh, no one will see this nasty thing. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's exactly, that's you it, know, right? yeah. I agree.
1: I, I don't know that that's exactly where I was
0: going. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, yo,
1: people can see me. People always ask me to shave my beard. I'm like, now people can think I don't have a beard and just like, I just look at it like that. <laughs> that's a good way to look at it,
0: man.
2: Yeah. But yeah, no, so I'm, I find that it, I can hide behind the face mask and I can also hide underneath my hat. My hat is, not I like saving grace as well, like that. You know what I mean? You just find places to hide.
1: Do you guys think that like, this is gonna, like, I mean, it's probably an obvious question, but how messed up do you think that this is going to make people feel like, cause I was thinking that too, with the mask, just like, yo, I don't even know what I'm looking at right now because like, right. Do you think that like how much of a mess up is going to have on people's mental health with that? Because like, there's a lot of people that like acne and like, you know, teeth problems or like, just like, you know, messed up faces or not messed up. I'm sorry. That was the wrong word, but like just going through some stuff and people are afraid to show it. That pro- do you think it boosts their like, like they're like, uh, how they feel or like makes them happy that they're doing this? Or do you think that like, eventually they're going to be like, they're just hiding from it and it's going to come off at some point. Or do you think we're stuck with COVID in these masks for like at least a decade and people just have the option. So those people. No. Okay.
0: Don't even start with that.
1: Oh, no. it's just... <laughs> <laughs> Honestly,
0: really... I'm option two is I think, <laughs> is I think the, the one like, I think, I don't know. I can't speak for, like leisha but i think that's probably the one
2: no that i mean you can hide it's a coping tool it's a way to it's a way to to be in your shell you know what i mean it, it's I, like i'm with batch i it's
0: like a band-aid God.
2: yeah exactly yeah it's
0: just a band-aid
2: yep
0: and batchy
1: like do you, you don't struggle with this do you or do you i've never actually asked you no i mean no
0: You've seen me go up and down and wait. And, oh, yeah. I, I just mean, didn't. I mean, I wish I was in better shape, sure, but, like, I don't No,
1: You can still puck handle like Kaner out there, bro. <laughs> I'm know, serious. Bro. I watch this kid skate like he's my girlfriend. I get the googly eyes, and I'm like, oh, my God, look at those hands. <laughs> I get so excited. I tell, And then you come back to the bench, and I'm like, dude, that was sick. <laughs> and I like have, like, four things that I did wrong. Yeah, you're just like, dude, I didn't back check at all. And you see that guy go through me. I'm like, no, I just saw that beautiful, like, toe drag and pop shelf.
0: Which was a little quicker, but. It's all right, dude. With, dude,
1: with, how about, dude, with you? You had a big knee surgery, brother. Like. Oh yeah, gosh, yeah. What yeah. did, like, I mean, uh, what the fuck did that do to you? I know it fucked you up, bro.
0: Like, mentally huge. Oh, yeah. That's that's where I think the, the boost problem started. Was with that because I literally couldn't do anything for, uh, I'm trying to think. <laughs> um, I know I was in the leg cast where I couldn't bend my leg for at least three months. So I couldn't work or do anything for that except just hang around and drink beer. And then, um, I did physical therapy for probably another three months. But once the, once the cast came off, like I was good to go, like I was working a little bit, but yeah, that's, I think where the drinking problem came from, like originated was from having like legit just three months in the summer to just hang out and drink all day and night with no, nothing to do after that. So.
1: Damn. Yeah. That, I just remember you. I think, was that from where you were working with the mail? Was that that whole thing?
0: Yeah, I crushed the mail truck and shattered my kneecap. Yeah, and, and that
1: was, we knew each other when it happened, right? Or did that happen before? No, I mean, you...
0: that was before. That was before? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I met I... you the following year, and I remember I, I was just getting back into skating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and, I, and I had told you about it, and you were like, you have what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love was when like, you
1: post your 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 yearly pictures of like, that's my baby girl, and it'll be like your knee.
0: <laughs> yeah, I has two screws in there, holding my knee together. So I get you on the
1: knee. Oh, oh yeah, you,
0: you got knee injuries too, right, dude? I remember you buckled
1: once at a party, and some kid was like, "We gotta touch her," and I was like, "Don't you freaking touch my sister!" I got so pissed at you because you were dancing.
2: I I I, dro- I dropped it too low and <laughs> oh no, broke my left knee oh yep right at the kneecap so Eesh. yeah yeah that was happy birthday yeah it was my birthday it was. oh wow yeah it was my birthday a lot of people remember that actually because yeah really? they they joke around yeah people that i'm not super close with anymore but i was at the time <laughs> and yeah they're like oh remember the time you dropped it too low yeah i sure do oh, I, yeah. I do actually yep <laughs> yeah that wasn't the greatest time for me but i'm glad that it's a great memory for you. <laughs> well,
1: no, it's, dude, because I hated I hated the fact you were having a party at the house and I was just trying to, like, go to sleep or, like, live my life. And I just remember this yeah, one kid. An angry
0: teenager, like... Yeah, I was just like
1: six, like, whoa, what? Get out of my house right now. You don't deserve to be here. I need to go upstairs and do things, but a few games. Just made me angry, dude. <laughs> and, like, I literally remember like this one kid. I just, like, locked eyes with, like, the back of his head and I was like, I want to fuck this kid up because he was drunk and he pissed me off i don't like when people get like that at my house and i was again like 16 but anyways i just remember him like trying to help you and i just remember telling him to like beat it and yeah you were in a lot of pain a lot of pain
2: and to be honest with you i'm really really glad that it was my birthday because i definitely had had a few drinks and quite frankly had i not
0: it probably oh, would have been, yeah. Oh exactly. boy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I
2: exactly.
0: tried to I tried to walk and then I no, looked you do down. Not. Oh, I my did.
2: God batch. Oh. And I felt
0: it like do a thing that it should not have done. <laughs> I and like I looked down and I just saw like things that weren't supposed to be there that were there. Oh my
2: god. Like
0: I'm uh, I'm
2: feeling this because I felt my own like knee stuff. So like I just Like, I'm not feeling... Obviously, you went through it, but, like, I can... Oh, gosh, the cringe.
0: Oh, Oh. yeah. There was things hanging out of places. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I knew it was bad. Like, I knew it was bad from looking at it. Like, when you look down, you can see a kneecap hanging out of your leg. But, like, I didn't know how bad it was. until The... I think it was the... I think it was the EMT or well, whoever it was that um, was in the ambulance with me. And they were like, yeah, well, you know, one of them was like, we'll just stitch it up, whatever. And he was like, he just like looked and I saw his face and he was like, yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then like, they were trying to like, we're in the hospital and the male or like I don't know, the nurse was like, Oh, it's all right, dude. Like we'll just stitch you up, you'll be on your way, like whatever. And I remember the new Captain America had come out that day and I was supposed to go see it with all the with all the boys. And um I was like, Yeah, we gotta get I was all whacked out on morphine at this point and they were like I was like, Oh yeah, we I gotta go see Captain America so like let's <laughs> <laughs> and uh he was like, Yeah, no, he's like, I totally understand. Like I get it. Like and um yeah, that was that was fucked. And they were like they're like, Yeah, we'll just stitch you up and you'll be good to go. And I remember like looking at him and being like, Dude, you didn't walk on what I just tried to walk on. Like, <laughs> stitches aren't fixing this. <laughs> like, this is bad. Like and I didn't know how bad it was. I don't know if I've ever told you this whole story about when I was like in the hospital and everything. I've
1: literally never heard this story and it's by all far right. my
0: favorite. <laughs> ever. <laughs> so they're like, um, like everyone's being super positive, like whatever, like I'm all fucked up. So I call my mother <laughs> and I go, ma I'm in the hospital. I got in a car accident at work. You gotta come get me. Yeah. All right. In a minute. When, you know when I, I gotta drive your sister off here I gotta bring your brother here Then I'll be up there when I can I'm like You don't understand Like I'm like This is bad What big deal like, mom?
1: My kneecap's just hanging
0: off uh, I didn't say that Like all I could like Really like I was like This is bad So I call my dad She's like Call your father I was like Alright Fine <laughs> yeah, So I call him
1: Just imagine you in the hospital Being so much pain, just wanting a ride home, and everyone's just like... Dude, there was (laughs) no ride
0: home. There was no (laughs) ride home coming. Like, I wasn't going anywhere. Like, I didn't know this at the time, but (laughs) I wasn't leaving. So I kept saying, you got to come get me. So uh, I call my dad, and I go, Dad, I'm I'm in the hospital in Brockton. You got to come get me. He's like, what happened? I was like, I got in a car accident. I fucked my knee up. I go, they said they're going to stitch me up, and I'm out of here. We gotta go. So he's like, "All right, I'll, you know, I'll, make, I'll get off that exit. He was on his way home from work, so he shows up at the hospital. Or whatever they bring him in the room, and at this time they had done like the X ray, X ray, and the MRI, and all the other shit with me. So the doctor comes in, and my dad's like standing there with me, and the doctor's like, "Yeah, you have a shattered kneecap." And my dad was like, exactly. He was like, (laughs) "Mm." (laughs) And and so he goes, and he calls my mother, and he goes, yeah, this is very, he's like, this is very bad. Like, he has to go have surgery, like, in, like, an hour. So you might want to, like, get the siblings together and come up here. Rally the troops for this. Yeah. so, um, So the doctor says that. And then they come back in. This is the, the like some some lady doctor. And then they had the surgeon come in. Surgeon's like, Yeah, you fractured you need cap, blah blah blah. So first thing in my mind is not when can I go back to work, when can I whatever was when can I skate again?
1: Yep, I knew that was coming. <laughs>
0: and he goes, I don't think that's gonna be an option. And like that was the first time that I think I had like broken down through that whole like cried at all through that whole thing. Jesus was when he told me he was like yeah you'll probably never oh skate again." and then like my dad was like sitting there he's like yeah you know hockey's not the most important thing blah 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 and i was just like yes. sitting there like shaking my head like a crime whatever he's like you know you'll get through it you'll be fine whatever and uh i was just like yeah that fucking guy doesn't know shit <laughs> and my dad was like, <laughs> "Dad was like, nah, he's a surgeon, so he might." And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, nah, fuck." <laughs> I was like, "nah, fuck that guy." Um. So whatever. Anyway, I have the surgery, do the thing, get the screws in, do the whole physical therapy thing, and I think it must have been like Labor Day. I've, I've yeah, it was Labor Day. I was a physical therapy, and my physical therapist, like, we had talked about, like, everything. He actually wrote, like, he was in school still, and he wrote a paper about me.
1: No because shit. Because, like... That's I, so cool.
0: Because I was, like, a medical anomaly. Because they didn't replace my kneecap. They screwed it together instead of, like... Because the healing process would have been way quicker and way easier had I, like, just replaced it. Yeah. But I had no ligament damage, so they were like, why...
2: Of course, like yeah. cut the yeah. shit,
0: and just so... He was like, "It's crazy because he had never seen anything like that, where like it was completely immobile, and they had to like basically like put
2: you back together work again. again." So, Humpty Dumpty," oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I remember that it I was work like... with
2: children. Okay, you can't... <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: Uh, yeah, it was good.
0: <laughs> it was the Friday before Labor Day, and I go to the doctor, and he was like, "Yeah, things look good, whatever, blah blah blah," and I was like, "So." every time i'd go i'd ask him i'd be like so how long till i can skate how long till i can skate how long till i can skate because i was like going nuts of physical therapy and in the gym and shit yeah and um he was like as long as there's no more issues i'd say like next week you should be oh, good Jumping I was oh, like dude i don't think i've ever been so happy in my entire life like i was like through the roof like the, bridge, the heart just yeah grew. and like i told my physical therapist i was like hey doc said i'm good to go like i'm going tonight and he was like whoa see? <laughs> <laughs> he was like slow down stop sign yeah so uh, i was just like That's i remember this. like i cried the first time i got back out there again of course like, it was just like it was crazy because people told me i'd never do it again and i was like yeah Fuck.
1: fucking love that dude i'm, I, I'm genuinely got the biggest smile that's so awesome dude like that is yeah. so fucking awesome like you're literally like a walk a skating miracle like you you literally told you you couldn't skate and you that's fucking sick dude i didn't know that whole story i didn't know that whole story at all yeah there are movies
2: about stuff like that yeah they do like legit like that's a that's the entire movie
0: it's called the mighty ducks <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's called the mighty ducks yeah charlie conway Mr Banksy <laughs> <laughs> Hurts his wrist. Oh, that's right. <laughs> me he couldn't play. <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> I mean, but yeah. yeah. Dude. I didn't know that. That's I'm glad you shared that, dude. Like I yeah. honestly didn't. I knew bits and pieces of like that. I didn't know that Yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't know the doctor specifically said like, "Buddy, you're never a skating kid." Like, you know, hang your he laces did. up. Like yeah, that's He was
0: like probably never again. He was like, "I would not." That, yeah. That's crazy. Well, and that that's that's a hell fucking
1: hell hole you get put in dude After, through all that shit and then being told that not only just being in pain but being told that like mm. anybody who knows Batchy the kid's like hockey's like his
0: life oh, that, in, that dude I was not in pain <laughs> like yeah That's... like no I wasn't in pain I was like orbiting Jupiter oh. <laughs> <laughs> like I was a mess but yeah that was uh, that was a good time actually in the hospital that was fun yeah <laughs> I was having a good time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I I love Dilaudid. Like, I don't know if you, you two have ever had Dilaudid. Like I have
1: no idea what that is.
0: It's like liquid Percocet. Oh, mama. So it's basically heroin that they like. Oh, sh- hello. It's like a painkiller. <laughs> they shoot into you, and it is like, holy hell. <laughs> <laughs> you were flying high, bud. Dude, like, it hits you, and it's like two seconds. You're just fucking zooted. Holy shit. Like, there's yeah yeah or up around pluto somewhere damn but yeah that's i think like that was a tough like the recovery was tough oh my god yeah like and i didn't think it would be as hard as it was like mentally because i had not like i had no one like i was literally like not that i had no one but like no one was around everyone's working So like they're living their lives still and and you're just, yeah. I couldn't drive. I couldn't get out of bed. So like
2: I can relate to that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: that took a huge, and then I started boozing like all the time because one of my buddies got laid off and he was like, Oh, you want to hang out and drink? And I was like, (laughs) fuck (laughs) fuck, yeah. I got nothing else to do. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Not doing anything else. Why not? (laughs) See, that's what I would do with food though. Like I, Oh, trust
0: me. There was plenty of food flying around too. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Oh, oh okay. yeah,
1: yeah. That's. I mean, I feel like there's probably like a thousand stories throughout everyone's lives that go oh, through yeah. shit like that. Got a story. It's, yeah, exactly. That should be a title of a book. Oh, yeah. Everybody's got a story oh, yeah. lives, man. Yeah. yeah, the story so far. Just you know, just throwing that out there too, because nice. like the story was... is only what it is right now so far. When
0: she was describing, <laughs> when she was describing how her and her friend were with a day to remember, <laughs> like that's literally me and you with the story like, so far. Oh my like, god, yes. <laughs> like, 100% that's he With that band.
1: Don't put like, us in a car together with that, that band. It, it's game over. If you look over, we're going to be doing weird-ass things in the car. Like, it's that video of, like, the old man headbanging to heavy metal, except it's going to be us listening to the story so far, like, putting our hands out the window and freaking out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like, basically any pop punk, we would do that too. Any like, remember punk. in New Hampshire when we were, like, singing All Time Low? Which in song, guy, Dia Maria"? Oh yeah, oh, dude. That's
2: a banger. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that was so. Dia awesome.
1: Maria, count me in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was that was great. I do remember that. Yeah, dude, you you like so there was bands like like Mayday Parade in like All Time Low. Like I only heard like the like the um. The radio hits let's just say right until right. you because you're the one who's like bro no 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 no. <laughs> excuse me you listen to mayday parade you listen all the way through and then you come back and talk to me tomorrow and i remember being like oh sorry like okay <laughs> yeah. like what's that they had like one song that was super sad about somebody's mom dying or something like that oh it was uh terrible
0: things dude terrible things it, i wanted people to- if you want to cry <laughs> like oh my god like that song's so sad it's brutal but it's beautiful but it's beautiful it is it's well it's... written and
1: and they do it very well but i just remember you got me into like actually listening to them rather than just being like yeah i know that one song like that was yeah dude like you're you're a big part of that too
0: yeah and that's how you were with like neck deep because like i like and knuckle like i had known who they were but i didn't like know them know them same with the story so far. Like I was like, yeah, I don't know nerve, and you're like, ah. Oh. Excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah, you were like. Mm. I heard Rome. Yeah, you were like. Dude, I I remember you like showed me what you don't see, and you were like, you don't know the story so far until you know this <laughs> album. And I was like, oh, okay. It was game over. Yeah, that was.
1: Game over. I like that. I like that. I like that bands do that. It's crazy. It's crazy yeah. that they do that. It's, it's, it's not, but it is at the same time.
0: And then I made you the mixed the mixed CD of uh, Hit the Lights. Yeah, and, I still uh, have that. Dangerous, oh, my, I my middle lights. name.
1: Wasn't Chris Webby on that?
0: No. I made I you mean, a different like, You one. made me a mix is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I sure think, think he Chris might have Webby been. On that too. He might have been. I had so many of them with that
2: hit the lights I literally went to it was a Snapple sponsored concert (laughs) I'm not kidding listen okay swear to god this happened only way to get in was you had to bring two Snapple caps (laughs) so me and my friends were like yeah dude done are you kidding me like and it was like a a 16 plus show and we were at 16 so
1: four (laughs) dollars
2: I'm not even kidding you it was the most exciting thing in the world we went and we saw hit the lights and we literally entered with two Snapple caps (laughs) yeah
0: that's awesome. That was like when I saw cartel at uh, Six Flags.
2: Oh, that's awesome.
0: Yeah. Do you guys?
1: Do you guys remember when like Sprite and Coke, like you the t- the caps of them underneath would be like w- buy one get one free, or like you got a free Coke or a free candy bar? Like, what the hell happened to those you got days?
2: Free um a free iTunes song.
1: Yeah. What happened to that, dude? I want a Sprite with my uh, winning things. There, not like go online Spotify, and get. Spotify happened. Well, now, Shout out, come out come
0: to Spotify. We love out. you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: now you have a coca-cola with your name on it oh yeah right.
0: you can You're still get into sure six flags with coca-cola oh yeah that still works well what time is it now Eight
1: thirty-seven. 37 lisha you got anything 10. else you want to talk about dude yeah you got anything you want to get into
0: I'm sure you're both tired and done. So. No, 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 we, we can I'm keep going away.
1: This Oh, is no, I, do, I, I, I don't know. You know what
0: I
2: could bring up, though? I did
0: we brought you on here.
1: Hold on. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: they dragged me here. <laughs> um, No, it was going back to what you guys were saying. Like, Okay, so you have all these like amazing happy memories together with these like songs and stuff. And like you said, batch the whole it resonated with you big time when I was talking about how my friend didn't listen to whatever like you guys bring together bands for people and I think that's so cool because now you're just you're doing what you already love doing with each other and you're bringing it to like the world and you're showing the world like dude and like somebody could be feeling so alone and they don't have that and they've never been able to experience that And now there's a potential that somebody who somebody gets to somebody gets to experience that with like you guys or with whoever you bring on, and I think that's really cool because I don't think there's I don't think there's shows out there that kind of do that. You guys just I think it's special. I think it's unique, and I think it's awesome. And even if people like hit the lights, I haven't heard that band's name in forever, (laughs) but it just brought back like some great memories. Yeah, it does. It's crazy. And even if songs bring back like not so great memories for you or you have to remember the better times over the not so great times. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. know. I think that's really, really unique piece of your show. And I kind of just think that's awesome. I love the mental health, the awareness, the kill the stigma, talk about it. But I also think it's really, really cool to, to do that. So.
1: Thank you, dude. Yeah. That means a lot. That's that's awesome. You you kind of hit it on the head of exactly like what we're, we're literally, like here. again me and bat this is literally we would just call each other and talk about music or if we're upset we talk about that and then we look that's it this is it we give each other
0: songs to listen to and exa- be like oh, yo check this band out listen to this yes. thing yes yeah when i was yep.
1: when i was going through um <clears throat> a couple months ago i was going through some like m- like just depression right like really hard depression and like I remember talking to Batch and I called you like crying one day or just upset, right? And I was like, oh man, like da 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 And then all of a sudden Batch goes, Steve, I need you to do one thing for me. And I was like, what? What are you doing? me <laughs> to And he was like, go listen to Proper Dose by the story so far. I know you already have, but please just go listen to Proper Dose, please. And I remember being like, okay. And like, I've already listened to the album, but I didn't like resonate with it until I legitimately listened to it. And I, yeah. I, felt, I felt not 100% better. But it made me feel good. And I was like, this dude just gets it, man. And that's the conversation we had on the phone. It was like, this is what we want other people to feel like. We just want people to be like, oh, I'll go listen to that. Or you remember those memories you had? Like, I think that was like, that's what's so fun about this
0: whole thing, man. Because I remember in quarantine, too, you were going through some shit. It was like right before I went back to work. And you had called me. And I was like, Steve, I'm going to need you to go listen to Belmont. And, and you were like. Why well, I already have? <laughs> and I was like, I don't sound like that at all. <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. Like I gave you like four or five songs to listen to, and you were like, all right, fine. <laughs> and then you texted me, and it, like you've done it for me too. And like, it's so crazy because like, people have texted me who don't listen to the genre at all, and they've texted me and they've been like, "Yo, movements is sick." Right? Like this band, <laughs> and then they were like don't really like this new knuckle puck thing but like their old stuff slaps like it's just crazy like people that normally don't listen to it are like listening to it and finding out new music
1: yeah and like they have that option to do that and like yeah if maybe they don't like movements maybe they'll like knuckle puck like i think that's cool we're giving options too yeah hell Yeah. yeah. yeah and like and bringing up I like if someone can like kind of what Leisha was saying like if even if someone like is listening to this and they're just like Oh my God! That time with Crystal, we were driving. I remember, like, just bring up another memory in the car. Yeah. Like, I think that's so cool. Like, when we do bands, like, like that's so like we bring up bands we don't even remember. Like, dude, a band that or some I don't even remember the band's name, but that song. Do you guys remember this for sure? Maybe for sure not for oh, sure. F for sure bomb.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh my fucking. Hold
1: up at a stoplight. the drugs on the dashboard. Oh Look God. at the mess oh we my made tonight. God. That song.
0: One hit
1: wonder, bro. The I don't, Medic Droid, the Medic Droid. The whatever. Medic Droid. Yeah. <laughs> First sure dude. What the fuck oh, was okay, that dude. song?
0: But it made me so happy and I just remember being like middle school with like you know it used to get me going was Metro Station Shake It. Oh. Like that bro, song. Once like,
2: again, we are on the same so wavelength.
0: <laughs> get me going. Oh, that <laughs> like,
2: song is so good. That, yep. And yep. boys,
0: boys like girls.
2: Always, yep. Oh, I love Throw that band. yesterday. <laughs> <This is laughs> our greatest
1: day. That's literally, I'm dying here. That's literally <laughs> what it's all about. I fucking love it. <laughs> oh, man, that's
2: awesome. Uh, I for think, sure. For sure, yeah, that that's
1: great. a throwback. That right? is an
2: absolute. Hit <laughs> the lights for
1: sure. Oh, oh man. man. That's great well i think we nailed it i think our first guest here was uh it was a pleasure hell yeah thanks yeah. for coming on yeah i didn't know you were my sister but it's yeah, cool that's weird oh god dude I'm, I'm i'm not talking to her anymore she's stupid whoa i'm just kidding i meant everything i said before she's gonna this punch you right in the mouth Thank yeah you. probably she's done that before don't get me wrong <laughs> um <laughs> all right Lisha.
0: any last words Buddy. Yeah. Anything else? Are you good?
2: Um, <laughs> <laughs> No problem. I don't, I don't know how to top that. Like, no. Um, thank you for having me. I really did mean everything I said about the show. And I'm really, really proud of you guys. But I also, for anybody listening out there, um, if you need a safe person for any reason, any shape or form, I am a safe person that you can go to. And I kind of just wanted to put that out there to whoever is in need of one. You can find me i guess on instagram and every other social media platform basically but even if i don't know you and you need to just talk to someone and tell your story to someone um whether it has to do with the lgbtq plus community or body dysmorphia or anxiety or anything um if i haven't talked to you in years and you want to reach out because i'm saying this just please reach out and um there are safe people out there that can be there for you and help you out and i think that's the biggest message that i think both of you are sending already out there but i also just kind of wanted to throw my mm-hmm. throw my ticket in the hat as well and absolutely um, yeah there's a lot of beauty in this world it's really scary sometimes and sometimes it's really hard to see but just remember there is still beautiful parts out there and there are safe people so, thanks for having me guys oh, No
0: problem Thanks for Thank coming
2: you,
1: on Yeah I love yeah. you bro. I love you Love you too Alright Sometimes High five Let's end on that note uh-huh. Hell yeah Okay that hurt Goodbye Are you kidding uh-huh.
2: Fuck up, Buttercup
0: Alright all i right, oh. go back are you <laughs> She's not coming what? on again Don't worry Never, oh, yeah. Yeah, never. <laughs> This is it I'm taking my ticket out of the hat bye Bye <laughs>
1: Hey, everybody. Nick and I just want to make a quick reminder that if you or anybody you know is struggling with suicide, to please call this number. 1-800-273-8255. Thank you, guys.